right now, the world couldn't be more chaotic. History shows us what gold does when the world goes crazy. It goes up in value. Right now, we're in unprecedented times. The pandemic, the war in Ukraine, the devaluation of the U.S. dollar. Gold and other precious metals are a defense measure against the hyperinflation that's happening right now. So what can you do to protect yourself? This is what you do. Call my friend, Alan Johnson, at United Gold Group. He's dedicated to helping people secure their retirement income. He'll help you with gold, silver, and other precious metals and show you how to set up your own self-directed IRA. Safe and secure, United Gold Group makes gold ownership easy and affordable. There couldn't be a better time. Call now and get a Silver American Eagle proof set with a qualified IRA. Call 800-753-8534. Again, that's 800-753-8534 or visit unitedgoldgroup.com. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call into the program tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. We're coming to you live, as always. Thanks to Talk Media Network on stations coast to coast. Also, like to thank TalkStreamLive.com for linking up to those stations, providing phone numbers you can call to listen on the telephone if you need to. Keeping us linked up with the Paranormal app and several other places across the country so you can't miss a show. People always wonder where the shows go. Well, just go to the places we tell you to go to, and you're going to find them. Also, you can peruse and study and and go to past shows at your own convenience by subscribing today at Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media, the place to go where Ground Zero is always on the air. Ground Zero documents are always available, videos and all kinds of cool research materials, study groups. While it's on your mind, you should subscribe. Just go to Aftermath.media. Subscribe today, Aftermath.media. Human beings have long looked to the stars and hoped that alien life might look back at us. And yet the truth is that the first extraterrestrial life we discover is far more likely to be microbial. Now, I know that idea is a prospect less romantic, perhaps, than the idea of a bipedal anthropomorphic alien that's going to be shaking your hand after it comes down on Earth. Maybe a robot will walk out like they the Earth stood still or something. No, probably not. Not in that respect. But all of this microbial life in space, it's all been theorized to have existed in the early days of Mars. You heard Avi Loeb talk about that, that, yeah, that possibly building blocks of life have traveled on this interstellar object that exploded over the Pacific. Or actually, yeah, was it the Pacific? Yes, it was the Pacific. It, it, it exploded over the Pacific. And he thinks that we need to go and pick up all the iron that's there to see if what crashed there was an interstellar alien extraterrestrial artificial object. Now, we know that Mars, before the water dried up, that there could have been, I guess you could call it microbial life, primitive life, but we still don't know for certain. 
Now, however, astrobiologists are turning their gaze towards another nearby neighbor, Europa. This icy gray moon that uh, goes around Jupiter. And right now it is an alluring candidate for simple life or life in the waters of the ice below the water, the the, the uh, current, the idea that the volcanic warmth in the water is what is creating that idea that there may be life there. So the valid search for microbial life or maybe marine life in the ice in Europa or Io or Titan, all of this is very interesting to me. It's fascinating. And it would be a wonderful find if it were revealed and if we could just get on with it and understand that there's exobiology, exoarchaeology. There are reasons to continue sending out expensive telescopes and you know doing all kinds of projects in space. It would it would definitely be something of a discovery. It'd be something that would give us hope that something is out there. Maybe something better than us. Maybe maybe something that is anthropomorphic. Maybe something that is intelligent that can shake hands with us in some romantic way like we see in the science fiction movies. But every time we're told that simple life is on other planets and they're looking for that simple life or they're going to the asteroids, they're going to be mining asteroids for that simple life. It doesn't explain something to me. And this has been troubling me for the past few days. It doesn't explain why the Pentagon has been interested in leaking documents that take us far beyond the realms of microbial or uh, simple life in space or even beyond the realms of science fiction. In fact, they are downright terrifying, these, uh, these new documents that were leaked from... Uh, they're just... They're bone-chilling. And either good or bad, they... they, they they definitely vindicate that there is some sort of biological experiment going on and quite possibly an interstellar biological experiment or even interstellar biological warfare where the planet is being contaminated with interstellar objects that are carrying the building blocks for alien life forms to this planet. Science fiction or speculative fiction, whatever you want to call it. It is predicted the future. Since it was acknowledged as a legitimate literary genre back in the 1950s, science fiction has prophesied so much. A lot of items like, what, automatic doors, voice-controlled computers, handheld electronic devices, and of course, they've always talked about the alien invasion. H.G. Wells talked about the alien invasion, and of course, movies like Invaders from Mars and Mars Attacks and War of the Worlds, and I can just go down the list of all of the movies I've seen that have constantly told us that the aliens are going to attack us one day. So the idea of an alien invasion has been groomed into the pop culture as if it were a clandestine religion, something that we can fall back on when we realize that perhaps our gods were only developers or engineers or scientists, scientists, engineers, developers that have come back to check on their creation. That's why I've always seen God, the word God, G-O-D, as an acronym. 
an acronym for Grand G, Order O, Developers D. Grand Order of Developers, God. Engineers, scientists who found ways to create us from single-celled organisms that they launched from another part of the galaxy, maybe even Mars. They launched us out into space and in some sort of Johnny Appleseed manner put us here on planet Earth in a garden full of all sorts of plants and life. And then we come into the religious part of it all and all the supernatural part of it all. And this is why we exist in the first place. So we could very well be the aliens on our own planet. Or there could be some, the gardeners, the engineers, that are watching us and they want to intervene. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.